going on, everybody, and welcome to the greatest combat sports and culture of the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente, and this is episode 255, man. I hope you guys are having an amazing, amazing day early in the week. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody, man. Happy New Year. I hope you guys are having an amazing, amazing New Year. Um, I want to say it snuck up on us, but uh, 2020 felt like it was a whole decade. So I can't say it snuck up on us. Thank goodness 2021 is here, but I'm telling you, hold on to your butts because I feel like this year might be just as crazy. Uh, Before we get into this year and everything else, man, on today's menu, we're going to go ahead and discuss, come on, what's everybody else discussing this week? We have to talk about Ryan Garcia. Yo, King Ryan is legit, and I'm going to explain to you why. Also, um, a lot has been going on in the world of MMA, man. A lot of fight announcements. Adesanya is actually going to fight Young Blahowitz. It is, they, it, it's solidified. It is here. We know it's happening. So I'm going to talk about that fight, the ramifications of that, and so many other champions as well are coming back into the post. We'll discuss this and more all on this episode. All right. Um, hope you guys are having an amazing, amazing day. Like I said, it's, it's Tuesday here in, in sunny LA. Hope you guys are having an amazing uh, time wherever you are. I know it's it's a little cold. It's a little uh, little wintry outside. But at the end of the day, man, um, it, it's one of those those times of year that I know for myself specifically, I really get like excited. You get motivated. And I know, I know a lot of us want to sit back and talk about New Year's resolutions and and everything else. And by the way, if you guys are looking for New Year's resolutions, check us me out at the website, uh, thefightpodcast.com. Granted, I don't have anything up for it on there as I'm saying it, but check us out on our social media page. We have some cool stuff coming for you guys that we'll actually go ahead and discuss uh, later on. Uh, but um, dude, New Year's, new resolutions, a lot of excitement. And um, and especially because of how crazy this past year was, I think there is a lot of um, excitement and there's a lot of like I, I'm new beginnings for a lot of people. So I'm excited about this year, a lot to look forward to. Um, but as a fight fan, yo, we have so much incredible fights, man. Now check it out. Everybody who is watching live, watching live on Facebook, watching live on YouTube, watching live on Twitch. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. I'm already seeing my boy Mystic Black is on the thing. What it do, brother Mystic? If you guys haven't gotten the opportunity to check him out, you guys already know how I feel about it. Check out his show, Mystic Black. He's actually back, I believe, this Thursday. So check them out whenever you guys have an opportunity. Uh, thanks for t- tuning in, my brother. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and jump on into the episode, man. I know there's so much, and I know um, we're going we're gonna to keep this one short and sweet today, uh, but there's so much to get into. We have a lot of great... Um, episodes coming up we got a lot of great guests coming up this week and next week so we'll we'll have some little longer discussions then but let's talk about it ryan garcia king ryan ko's ryan garcia now check it out i thought he would win i thought he would win by knockout but here's the crazy thing about this shit the way this kid did it was not what we expected it was not what we anticipated, fam, he got dropped. And not only am I going to say he got dropped, it's not like a flash knockdown where, you know, a guy gets clipped, he kind of takes a knee. Sean Porter, we'll say, Sean Porter, when he fought Errol Spence, took a little knee, jumped right back up and was Gucci. 
not at all. He got dropped. Some nasty. I'm talking about the type of dropping that once you actually hit the ground, you can't even hold yourself up. His arm was caught behind his back. And I'll be very honest with you. Once I saw that moment, dude, I felt like I had to recant my statement. I felt like it was literally one of those moments that I was like, dog, we've been big up in this kid for so long. And he really is just this Instagram heartthrob because that's what all of us thought he was. He was just this kid. He looks great. He got 7.2 million Instagram followers, fast hands. He does all the goofy stuff like the Paul brothers and stuff. But I'll be very honest with you. This kid and those guys are not the same. Ryan Garcia and the and, and the and the Paul brothers are not the same. Ryan Garcia is legitimately one of the best lightweights in the world. And this fight proved it. So um, a lot of people were looking at it like, oh, like Campbell is some scrub. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Campbell. Let's look at his losses. Yes, he has three losses in his career, but they came to Linares, who is a champion. It came to Lomachenko, which until a couple months ago, most of us believed he was the number one pound for pound boxer in the whole world. So he went out there and arguably beat Lomachenko, arguably and should have beat Linares. And um, and the first one was early in his career. But regardless on that one, he's also a gold medalist. Fam, in boxing specifically, they do not hand out um, boxing gold medals. This one has an amazing amateur pedigree. He is huge for the weight class. And when he went out there, I'm talking about somebody who is extremely well-schooled, has all this experience over Ryan Garcia. And Ryan Garcia, now I'm going to be honest with you, even in the round where he got dropped, which I believe was the second round, you could have arguably given Ryan that round because he got back up. And this is something that we all have to really take into account when we talk about Ryan Garcia, right? There's... There's those athletes, there's, and there's a fighter, right? There's athletes and they're fighters. A lot of us believe that Ryan Garcia was an athlete. We found out that Ryan Garcia was a legitimate fucking fighter. Dude is nasty at what he does. Um, one of the things, he comes downhill. He's uber aggressive. And one of the things that I noticed, especially even after he ended up getting dropped, is that the tenacity to continue coming forward. And one of the things that I loved, and I don't know if you guys had an opportunity to check it out, um, you, uh, which I did, was after the fight, they asked him, they're like, yo, how was it getting dropped? And his response is priceless. He literally goes, oh man, I got dropped. And all I can say was, oh shit, I got dropped. Damn. And he starts laughing. You love that energy from a kid. You love that. I mean, practical purpose is that innocence. Like he's only 21 years old. The kid really doesn't know no better. But he's legitimately that good. He is ready. And so is everybody else in that weight class. So, which brings me to my very next point. Yo, we have to rank the five young guns. And if we rank the five young guns, we have to talk about Ryan Garcia, who we're just talking about. Tank Davis, who we'll talk about in a moment. Devin Haney, who we also talk about in a moment. Teofimo Lopez. And I add in Shakur Stevenson, because for some odd reason, Nobody wants to add Shakur Stevenson. I'm going to keep it a bean. Shakur Stevenson might end up being the best out of all of them when it's all said and done. But um, let, let's go ahead and rank them because it's amazing. All of these guys fight at lightweight right now. We literally have some of the, this is one of the best weight classes that I have ever seen. It is completely, 
completely nuts. And you have to love every bit of it, man. But I mean, if I'm going to rank these top five young guns, okay? The way I'm going to rank them is this. I got to go number one, Shakur Stevenson. This is my list and my list only. Shakur Stevenson. Then I'm going to go Tiafimo Lopez. I'm sorry. Let's go Tiafimo because of the, the, the win that he had against Lomachenko. Shakur Stevenson. Then I'm going to go Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis. Serge, what are you talking about? How can you put Tank Davis that low? He's, he has incredible power, yes. But one thing that he doesn't have is he's very small for the weight class, guys. And he has shown lack of discipline. So that's the reason that I'm putting him down. Now, granted, did he beat Leo Santa Cruz? Absolutely. But it's still my list. So that's where I rank these guys. Now, if we're looking at it and saying, at the end of the day, who should Ryan Garcia fight next, right? Who is next for Ryan Garcia? Yo, people, I will tell you right now, me, it's, it's probably Devin Haney, okay? Um, Devin Haney has already tweeted at him. He is actually, uh, Ryan Garcia is actually Devin Haney's WBC mandatory. So he is supposed to fight him next. Uh, but it seems as if, it was, obviously we saw it, if you watched the fight right at the tip of his tongue, after the fight, he calls out Tank Davis. Tank Davis, Floyd Mayweather's protege, Honestly, especially the up-and-coming young crop of fighters for black people in the culture, he's probably the biggest name. It is what it is. He is probably the biggest name when you really think about it. Um, but a lot of people, when you think about it, you ask them, oh, Ryan Garcia versus Tank Davis. People think it's like a joke. Like, oh, Tank will wash him. Ugh. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know. And I'll be honest with you guys. You should be real hesitant to go out there and say that. And the reason I'm going to say that is because of this. Think about this. You cannot make up five and a half to six or so inches of reach. That is the, the, the reach difference that Ryan Garcia has over Tank Davis. You can't make that shit up. Does Tank Davis have power and can Ryan Garcia get hurt? Absolutely. But he's going to go, go literally going to have to go through hell to get on the inside. Ryan Garcia has faster hands. It is true. Ryan Garcia is a dog. Ryan Garcia, Teddy Atlas, Teddy Atlas went out there and said this. Teddy Atlas has said, look, man, at the end of the day, this kid is like a Tommy Hitman Hearns. Has a lot of offense, a lot of power, long, lean, coming downhill. This kid is a problem. I'm telling you guys. Um, to me, that fight is a pick em fight. It is a pick em fight, okay? Um, we'll talk about that when it gets closer. Devin Haney is another one. Um, I think Devin Haney poses. They fought five times in the amateurs. I think Devin Haney won four of those times, but they were still highly contested fights, and that's what I'm talking about with the aforementioned Ryan Garcia. Um, either way, man, we have fights for years to come. Can we compare them to the four horsemen of the golden era of boxing of Hagler, Hearns, you know what I'm saying, um, Sugar Ray Leonard, and um and um and Roberto Duran. You can't, I'm not gonna say that yet because all of those gentlemen fought each other. If they end up fighting each other, then time only time will tell, and I cannot fucking wait. Um, for everyone who's watching live, thank you guys for watching live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Um, remember, 
Podcasts are available everywhere. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out at thefightpodcast.com. Listen, like, subscribe, and share. Right up under here, man, go ahead and subscribe to the page. Um, and we have so much more amazing content coming for you guys. All right, let's move right along, man. Um, let's get a little bit of fight news because we did have some MMA news coming down the pipe this week. Um, we knew about this. A lot of people were already talking about it, but it is official. Israel Adesanya is going to go out there and compete against for the 205-pound strap against Yang Blahovitz. okay? Um, this came out this past weekend. I'm just pulling it out because I believe that fight, I want to say, is March 3rd. Making sure. Yes, March 6th. That fight's going to come about March 6th. It's UFC 259. That's the headliner. Um, Israel Adesanya is competing against Jan Blahovitz uh, for that 205-pound strap. I'm telling you guys, this fight is amazing. Um, a lot of people want to discount Jan. Jan is a badass. He knocked out Reyes. He knocked out Luke Rockhold. He knocked out Corey Anderson. Yo, Jan Blahovitz is a legitimate adversary, a legitimate person that can really bring trouble to Adesanya. Now, Adesanya, and maybe this is a hot take, but I'm going to put it out here for you guys to say, all right? Maybe you guys don't know this, or maybe they don't know, like the meme says, but by 2022, we're going to be calling Israel Adesanya the GOAT. And the reason I'm saying this and this, and I know we listening, I know we're like, whoa, 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 wait, the GOAT? This is why I say it, right? He goes out here. In less than a couple of days in here, let me pull up the exact numbers for you guys, because when you really think about it, these numbers are staggering, guys. They're staggering numbers, um, because I know how much all of us really love Conor McGregor, right? It took Conor McGregor 1,306 days from his UFC debut to becoming the champ champ, okay? While never, ever, ever, ever defending his belt, Okay. Now, on the other hand, Israel Adesanya, by the time this fight actually takes place on March 6th against Jan Blachowicz, it'll only take him, if he wins that fight, it'll only take him 1,119 days in comparison to that 1,306 days, right? While also defending his belt three times. That in itself, I'm not going to say makes him the GOAT, but this is what makes him the GOAT, okay? I thoroughly believe that by 2020, by the end of 2021, we will be getting ready for the fight between Israel Adesanya against John Jones. Okay, I'm letting you guys know right now that is what I believe is going to happen. That's my hot take for today. So go ahead and book it. Um, for everybody who's currently watching live right now on Facebook, YouTube, as well as Twitch, thank you guys as always for joining us on the show. Oh, look, we got we got our boys from No Catch-Up joining the show, man. What it do, my brother Sean. Um, if you guys do not know of No Catch-Up Chicago, I am telling you, one of the best, if not the best, all sports podcasts around, man. You guys definitely check them out. Love what those, those guys are doing over there, okay? All right. Um, but that is why he's going to be the GOAT. Mark my words. Mark my words. All right. Uh, also, we had a couple other huge fight announcements. 170 pound chip is finally, finally, finally up for for uh, for contention, man. We got um, Kamaru Usman is going out there and competing against Gilbert Burns, his friend, his teammate. They're finally going after it. That's UFC 258 
That's going to be Saturday, February 13th. I cannot wait for that. And also giving me a little bit of a birthday present dropping right on February 20th. Man, we have the headliner for UFC Fight Night Chicago's very own Curtis Blades versus Derek Lewis. Amazing fights coming up, guys. That Derek Lewis Curtis Blades fights really is for the number one contender at heavyweight depending on when John Jones does. And um, the fight between Gilbert Burns and Kamar Usman, I think is a fight that a lot of people don't know and don't realize is going to be much more highly contested than a lot of us actually believe. Usman is a dog. Usman might go down as one of the greatest welterweights of all time, but someone who has trained with you consistently, man, that that's a horse of a different motherfucking color, isn't it? He's been in there. He knows his power. He felt his strength. And I am telling you guys right now, Gilbert Burns is one of the best grapplers we have ever seen compete in MMA. I'm not making a fight pick right now. Obviously, we have time before that fight happens. But I'm telling you right now, man, the upset pick might be the pick to click. Letting you guys know. All right. Uh, let's move right along, man. Last but certainly not least on the show today, man. And thank you guys, everyone who's watching live right now on all your platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. I appreciate you guys listening on all podcasting platforms, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Also, like I said, check us out at thefightpodcast.com. Listen, like, subscribe, and share. Yo, if you're all about the fights, fights and culture, you know friends who are about fights and culture, subscribe to this page. Let them know Serge sent you. All right. Um, Let's go ahead and talk about, like I said, last, certainly not least, John Jones in a recent interview with Bleacher Report goes out there and actually says that he never intends to go back down to, uh, to 205. He'll never fight again at light heavyweight. He says for himself, it's one of those things that nothing interests him down there. He's been there for 12 years and he's done. Um, another thing that John said this week that I think was very interesting, and I, and I didn't post it on the Fight Podcast page because at the end of the day, <sighs> how do I say this? Bro, you're selling wolf tickets. We caught you on PEDs. Look, I think you're the greatest of all time, but at the end of the day, you're, 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 you're crying over spoiled mitt, calling out DC, saying a bunch of other stuff, and he's saying things that at the end of the day we're, we're aren't factual, right? Um, but he did go out there and say, and he said it facetiously, all right? I left the light heavyweight division because I was terrified of Dominic Reyes, even though Jan was guaranteed the next title shot. And then once the middleweight champs suddenly moved up, I knew I had made the right choice. Glad I didn't, I didn't decide to go the easy route. He goes on to say, yep, just couldn't see myself beating Jan. His style is like nothing we've seen before. He made a little funny face. And the thought of fighting a middleweight striker in 2021 was the final straw. Figure Francis... Takedown defense was worse, had to run. Okay. It's interesting that Adesanya and John Jones move up at the exact same time, right? So one of the things that I keep hearing over and over again is that either John Jones is afraid and is running or Adesanya is afraid and is running. People, (laughs) they're not afraid of anybody. Either of them. John Jones might be a schmuck, but he is not afraid of Israel Adesanya and vice versa. Now, what's Adesanya doing? Adesanya, he's trophy hunting at this point in time. He's playing with house money. 
He's going up. He's going to win that belt. And then he's going to go try to chase John Jones. John Jones has proven everything. He, he's not afraid of anybody. And anybody saying anything like that is just wrong. Now, do I think he's whack? You know, for some of the things that he's saying and he's done pissing hot multiple times for PEDs, fluctuating picograms, all the, the, the litany of things that have happened outside of the cage. Yeah, he, he's garbage. But um, is he afraid of anybody inside of that squared circle, cage, ring, octagon, whatever he's competing against? Absolutely not. Okay. John Jones is a legend in this game. Um, and, and I think that he has a lot of worthy adversaries at heavyweight. I would love to see John Jones against Curtis Blades. That is a, a, a heavy American wrestler. That is That would be a great matchup. I would love to see what John can do in that, in that sort of matchup, a naturally bigger man. I would love to see John Jones, obviously, against the greatest heavyweight of all time, Stipe Miocic. I would love to see him against a bigger natural striker in a Francis Ngannou. There's so many. Cyril Gain, who's coming up right now also. There's so many matchups that are there for John Jones at heavyweight. He doesn't have to jump back down 205. But let's not forget Adesanya has fought up to 205. He's huge. He's listed as 6'4", probably closer to 6'5". Huge frame. Um, yes, he's wiry, but those are the guys that knock your face completely off. I'm telling you, John is one of those guys as well. Um, I'm curious to see John at heavyweight, but those are the fights to make coming 2021. All right. Uh, with that being said, guys, yo, check it out. This has been, usually we got morning coffee and fight news. Today, it's a little uh, afternoon green tea <laughs> and fight news. Uh, but that's all the time we have for today, man. This is your boy, host Serge Vicente of the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe. Thank you, guys, for joining us live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Thank you very much for joining us. Remember, listen to us live everywhere. Podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out at thefightpodcast.com. Listen, like, subscribe right down there below. Also, yo, if you like fights in culture, the Fight Podcast is here for you. Let your friends know we're having our, our IG page is amazing. Check us out at the Fight Podcast. Um, we have all of your fight needs, all the fight news, breaking news, everything. We keep you up to date right when it's happening. Okay, so check that out. Memes, all kind of good shit. Check us out at thefightpodcast.com. And uh, we'll see you guys next time right here on the Fire Podcast. Peace out.